0: The mistakes that I've made the past five years in my life, I have let them rule parts of me and my life for way too long. I want to talk about that today. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back. My name is Neil Patel. I'm the host of the Create Pack podcast. And on this pod, I combine creativity and impact and hope to give a little bit more than I can get. Why? I haven't said that in a really long time. But I talk about all things self-love, becoming a creator, and some bite-sized pieces of information of my learnings, and everything that I acquire, I will share to you guys through books, or YouTube videos, or whatever it is, whatever I learn, I try to share it. Okay, but anyway, today I want to talk about letting your mistakes rule you. I was watching a YouTube video yesterday from this author. His name is Alex Benayan. I hope I'm pronouncing that last name right, but he's the author of this book called The Third Door. The name of the book and whatever, that that doesn't really matter. Um, I was watching a speech of his, and it was a 27-minute speech uh, keynote that he had given and towards the end of it, he said that he focused so much on all of his mistakes in the past that it like really attacked him and it really took precedence over his life and it really controlled him for a long time. And I do that a lot. So I thought I would turn on his camera and talk about it with y'all because sometimes in sometimes in my days, like I just find myself dwelling on past mistakes and the things that I haven't done or couldn't do in my regrets per se for of the past 3 to 5 years. Unfortunately, at times I've looked at them a little bit too harsh and I it, it would it would cause me to just go down this like negative spiral that I didn't really need to be going down in the first place because I'm just here to tell you guys that all of your mistakes they shouldn't be seen as failures or downtimes or steps back Like Whatever whatever your mistakes are, whatever the hell it is that happened in the past, they are gifts. They are the thing in your life that gives you all the purpose to keep going or quit. Because you should treat your mistakes like they're your friends. They're not your biggest enemies. And I, for the longest time, have treated them like they're my enemies. And some days I still do. Like I just said, I ponder on my... Ponder randomly about, hey, dude, what if you just did this in 2020? What if you just did this in 2018? What if you didn't say this to this person? What if you didn't make this mistake financially? Like all these, all these things that I just think about in my head, it's creating enemies behind my mistakes and my past self. But focusing on my past self and what I have done in the past, that does nothing for me now. And more importantly, it does nothing for me in the future. And instead, a little framework shift that I learned from Alex Benayan is, he said, treat mistakes like they're your friends, not your enemies. Like I said, I became so consumed by them that all I saw was the failures the misconceptions and mistakes. I'm sure anyone who listens to this podcast can immediately, immediately think about something in their life. If I were to ask you like, hey, what mistakes have you made in the past? I'm sure, I'm sure immediately you're going to think of something. It's like top of mind, right there, tip of the tongue. You could say it. You know what your mistakes are. But if I was to ask you, hey, what are some positive things that you've done this year? Maybe you can respond just as cohesively and just as quickly. But I feel like for most people, this may not be accurate at all, but I feel like for most people, it would take them a little bit longer to come up with a comprehensive answer behind that question. Like, hey, what are some positive things you've done this year versus what are some of your mistakes that you've made in the past? What are some big ones? people will know. But for that, the good qualities question, I don't don't know, at least for me, I, I can't just like, I don't know if I'm able to come up with just a snappy answer that quick. Another unfortunate thing that happened when I keep, when I kept treating all these, when I keep treating all these mistakes like enemies is it takes like the three years or that three year time period where all these like mistakes happen and it adds on more time to like for those mistakes to like keep carrying on and lingering because if I just made mistakes in a three year period and that's all the time that I spent making mistakes, right? Like those three years, like those mistakes that I made during that time, I just focused on it for those three years. But if I focus on it for year four and year four goes by, it's like, man, if I made if I didn't make those mistakes in 2017, 18 and 19, uh man, this year would have been different. And then 2021 rolls around and be like, man, if I didn't make those mistakes in 17, 18, 19, And 2021 would be different. But instead, if I just like stopped dwelling on them and just did something different, right? And doing doing the different thing is just like stop dwelling on it and just like move on with your life. Then that season of mistakes would have only lasted three years and not five years. I don't know if this is making any sense, but I feel like sometimes we carry over the length of our mistakes in our mind. When in reality, it was just like in that period of time. Like if you got into a car accident two weeks ago. And you just keep thinking about that accident over and over and over and over and over, which funny enough, I got into an accident two weeks ago in Los Angeles. And I thought about it for like three days, like consecutively. And even for a couple of days, like when I was driving, I'd be thinking about that car accident. And now, like when I'm driving, like for the past couple of days, like week, I've been OK. I just drive. I don't really think about it. But I do. Don't get me wrong. I do think twice or three times, maybe four before I like make a turn, before I make a decision, before I I speed. I think multiple times because that incident keeps replaying in my head, but it's not constant. right? It's just a reminder and it's something in the back of the brain to be like, hey, remember that thing that happened a couple weeks ago? Don't forget it. Do not forget it because just don't be stupid. (laughs) Don't treat your mistakes like enemies. They're your friends because without them, you will never ever grow. You will never ever learn and you will never actually become the human being that you are capable of becoming keyword capable everyone can be a good human being but not everyone can reach the capability to be a human being that they can be like everyone is capable of more and i'll throw in one little thing that i also learned uh, from that video yesterday, which I actually have it written down right here, it says people are only willing to reach to the highest branch they believe is possible. It's our job to give people more branches and options to let them know there's more that they can do. He gave a great example about how um, I don't know if I don't know if he himself experienced this. I think I think he I think he did. I think he was talking to a kindergarten school or a first grade school teacher, and she was telling him the story about how she gave all of her students in her class a piece or like a bunch of colors or excuse me a bunch of um, like markers and crayons and a white piece of paper and she told the class what is your guys' dream i want you guys to draw it and then everyone starts drawing and like giving a visual representation of what their dream is or what they want to do when they get older and everyone starts to draw except this one kid in the back this one kid in the back is just like not doing anything he's staring at the paper. 10 minutes go by, 20 minutes go by, 30 minutes go by, and then eventually she sees his head pop up, like he got an idea. And then he picks up his little uh, crayons, colored pencils, or markers, or whatever Alex mentioned in that story. And the kid starts to like draw, and he starts to uh, make his dream appear onto the paper. The full hour finishes, and then she's going around looking at everyone's pages and what everyone drew out. And then she gets to that kid and the kid just has a representation of a garbage man. And that's what he had drew. So of course, that first grade teacher, she was like really, really concerned. She was like, okay, like I asked everyone to like draw their dream and what their dream job is. So like, why did he draw like a garbage man? So she got worried and she calls that student's mom. And she tells that mom is like, Hey, like we had this assignment that we had to do. And I asked everyone to draw their dream. And your son just drew a garbage man. And then there was a moment of silence. There was a pause. And then the mother of that first grader, she was like, yeah, that's right. Because he doesn't have any other male role model in his life. I guess his dad was in jail and every, and everything else around him Was just like really, really bad. And the only person that he enjoyed spending time with was his uncle, who was a garbage man. So that's why he drew a garbage man as his like dream job because that little first grader, like he hadn't seen any representation of someone living the dream or a good role model. Again, I don't know if that example made any sense, but that ties everything into how people are only willing to reach the highest branch they believe is possible. So that kid thought possible that the best thing that was available was his uncle being a garbage man. So that's why he drew a garbage man. So my responsibility and your responsibility, it can be, I I believe it should be, for anyone out there in the world is to do everything possible that you can To uplift people and help them see a different perspective of what is possible, given their skill set and what they're good at, what they're pursuing. One of the things I take a lot of pride in, and it's not to convince anyone to believe the way that I believe or to make them change their mind or to make them feel like I'm right and they're wrong. It's never that. It's to just give people an alternative perspective. Let people know that there is another way. There is another way to get to your end goal, there is more hope. There is a possibility for you to get to this level when your dream is only here. Another great quote that I heard from Andrew Schultz, a really famous comedian, this past week, he said, you're only going to go as far as your dream. Like how high and how big are you willing to dream? Uh, Andrew goes, uh, there's some comedians that come up to me and tell me that, man, like I want to make a living off of being a comedian one day. And he goes like, yeah, and that's all you'll ever be is just making a living off of it. And he goes, you have to dream big. You have to dream so, so big in order for like things to actually become a reality. Like this is And Andrew Schultz, he just sold out um, wherever the Toronto Raptors play, like that basketball stadium. It's like 26,000. I don't know the name of the stadium. Sold it out three nights in a row, Friday. Or no, two nights in a row, Friday and Saturday. Insane. And there was like a behind-the-scenes video that I watched of him just taking in the moment and realizing how... Big and cool that is, dude. Twenty six thousand people, two nights in a row, fifty two thousand people. That's insane. But if he if he never saw that happening, like in his dream, right? You know how people say like like man, I didn't even see this in my wildest dreams. Well, yeah, you didn't. But like you had a big vision, and that big vision was so big that it led you to the moment that you were in. So our responsibility as human beings, and good human beings, is to just give people a outlet to dream big that's what my goal is. Even with this podcast, anything that I say, I hope that it comes off as something that's motivating, something that's hopeful, uplifting, and hopefully can help someone relate to me in some way, shape or form. That's all I really have for you guys today. I hope you guys enjoyed this quick 10-15 minute episode. I appreciate you all so much. Anyone who listens to this, I appreciate you. And if you want to do me a giant, giant favor, share with a friend, follow me on socials, Korea pack podcast and leave me a one, two, three, four or five star review. I would appreciate it a ton. All honesty is warranted. And lastly, I just made a new Instagram account. It's called uh, by Neil underscore Patel. I would love you. If you just go ahead and give me a follow there. I post all things creative there, whether it's me sitting and talking into a microphone, or that's me sharing a story, high quality edit mix, just some stuff all my cre- i call it my creative playground so please go follow my creative playground i would love it a lot and i would appreciate you thank you so much and like i always say my friends take care tell someone that you love them and go do something nice for someone today because they genuinely deserve it much love peace